from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. This is Pablo for breakfast. We're getting some hot topics trending this morning on thebigsmoke.com.au. Founder Alexandra back with us once again. Alex, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Uh, I'm good, but slightly nervous to talk about this next one. And if you are destined to go to hospital anytime soon, turn the radio down for the next minute because uh, this first headline that we're chatting about is pretty worrying, isn't it? So this is a case from New Zealand where a patient was found to have a surgical instrument inside of her, mm. the size of a dinner plate, mm. after a cesarean she'd had. Mm. Um, and this was 18 months after the surgery. Yeah. So this was a mesh instrument which had um, been like left into her body and sewn in by the doctors without realising. Um, and it wasn't until she had a CT scan around her stomach right. that they even realised. And they were looking at this thing going, what is that in her stomach? And then that's when they realised. And, um, and, and the issue is, you know, it shows us the statistics around some of the issues that a lot of hospitals have um, and also that link between, you know, questioning whether or not there's something in someone's stomach that is a uh, an object that's been left or there's a problem, there's a medical issue. Um, and the fact that doctors didn't take her uh, complaint seriously, mm. that she was saying that she was having issues, she was gaining weight because of it, you know, all of these things, and nobody was really taking it seriously until she had the CT scan. I hope that this doesn't happen often. It has happened. I mean, there's a number of cases where, you know, people have had surgical instruments left inside their bodies. But the the real issue here is also the fact that these people often complain about it for a really long yeah. time before anything is done or checked. Mm. Uh, trust your gut, I guess, when it comes to those kind of things. Trust your gut. Uh, now, we've uh, spoke... It's funny you brought up this topic because we were speaking about chores around the household last week here at Triple M. Mm. And uh, chores... And, and, and the headline that we're talking about today in the, in the story is why chores as kids determines how close you'll be with your parents as adults. So what's the correlation? Doing chores or not doing chores? It's doing chores, but also doing chores the way your parents did it. So what the study found was that 7 in 10 people believed that they had a stronger relationship in their with their parents and they wanted to spend more quality time with their parents. Um, and, and the thing that really brought them closer to their parents was the fact that they would find comfort in doing tasks the way they learned from their parents. Yeah. So this could be, you know, the way they cook or the way they sweep or the way they do the mopping or the way they clean the bathroom or the way that they organise the pantry or the fridge. All of those things were combined and, and found that the family actually it brings almost like a nostalgic bent to their, their history and their background because they're basically putting together their pantry in the same way that their mother or father did. <laughs> yeah. So there's something very very mundane, but it actually those are the, that's those those are the moments that strengthen relationships. Nostalgia. It will always get us, won't it? Yeah. Uh, now, there's a big push, obviously, on electric cars, but apparently those alpha males, they don't want them. Yeah, this is interesting. So this was basically on the idea that uh, a guy who might reject an electric car would do so because they see it as damaging their macho image. So this was a US study that was done that found that men who want to be seen as real men dislike uh, electric vehicles. And basically the main reason why is because uh, an electric vehicle won't do the, the engine's roar that they consider to be manly um, and their big trucks make or the, you know, the cars <laughs> that they're driving around. So it's this cultural standard of masculinity um, and also this understanding around what they consider to be toughness, which is really fascinating to think that that is then, you know, 
parlayed into whether or not your car makes a, a masculine sound or not. <laughs> this is also the same study, though, that saw themselves um, as more manly if they ate certain foods, like really big steaks. Yeah, cool. So it's this old school idea of what masculinity is. And, it, you know, it was um, 40% of the men in the study rated electric vehicles as the worst option because they, they it didn't hold those traditional masculine views. Well, I have heard somewhere that some electric cars you can actually get on noises, like you can amplify the noise and make a, a yeah. fake noise for the engine because some people do and i've got to admit when i've driven a uh, an electric car only a couple of times it's very weird because it's so so quiet yeah and, and i think for a lot of people they you know a lot of men as well they do enjoy that excitement of driving the car and hearing the sounds of the engine and the acceleration and all of that kind of stuff so you understand that while we're seeing more and more major car brands bring out you know, electric vehicles, there is still a, a, a need or, you know, from a psychological standpoint, seeing these louder cars and these loud, louder engines as dominant. Well, I just went to a car show over the weekend for Father's Day and one of the highlights was everyone starting the car engines up and giving them a good rev. And I guess you can't do that with electric cars, can you? You can't. And they find it fun. And the loud yeah. engines, the powerful performance, that all symbolises masculinity for men who are, you know, who, who deem that to be really critical. Well, we've just got to put, you know, speakers on the back of all our Teslas. You have a doof doof thing. <laughs> Why not? Isn't that Why what not? it is? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the au. Jump on there. Join the convo. And of course, Alex will catch up next week. Thank you. The feel good start to your day. This is Pablo for breakfast. Triple A.